I've seen a lot of films in my whole life, and many of them were pretty bad. The cinematography was off. The script was confusing and off. The acting was terrible. The things the director wanted, all bad. And a lot of them had to be watched multiple times to understand what the pe- the creators were thinking. But there is only one movie that stained not just my career but my heart as an artist. Now, let me give you a little backstory before saying the name of the movie. Around the time that this movie came out, people were all joyous about it. People were saying it's the greatest movie DC has created since The Dark Knight. It's one of the best-selling movies of all time. And IndieWire praised it for being such a masterpiece, especially from the director, Patty Jenkins. So naturally, it caught my interest. And as a filmmaker and a critic of it, wanted to see what the whole hubba was about. Not only that, but it had such a huge, huge marketing on it. So much exposure, commercials, billboards, everywhere. You name it, more than any film I've ever seen in my whole career. So one day, on a rainy day, on a Friday night, me and my friend, who I'm not going to address or state her name, went to go to a movie theater just for fun. And we said, why don't we check out Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman is the film Ended everything. I've seen many bad films. The Last Airbender, Independence Day, Godzilla 1998, Jurassic Park 3, and even the live action Scooby Doo movies. But never has a filmed not only anger me, annoyed me, and downright hurt me, but it broke my heart and insulted me as a filmmaker. The audience, when watching that film, were enjoying it, laughing at the cheesy jokes about a man's penis. How Wonder Woman has never seen a cock in her life. And how all of these feminist jokes just getting thrown at the audience. Everyone was laughing. Except for one, one individual. And that individual's name was Ian Vega. The jokes... The acting, 
the plot holes. Everything about it just broke his heart. A particular backstory about how Wonder Woman was made out of clay. How her mother has never touched a penis in her entire life but got pregnant and made her out of clay. How easy it is to persuade her mother and making her daughter fight in the army after she says no but automatically just says yes. Just an injif. Without no explanation of how Wonder Woman has these incredible powers at all. How a World War I veteran just crashes and all the Amazonians are fascinated by his American male testosterone penis. And the corny puns of just penis jokes. It crawled in my skin, knowing that audience members were laughing at such childish jokes created by screenwriters who made big films. And if you look right now by pausing this podcast, the screenwriters of this film, you will know exactly what those big films I'm referring to. But it's not just that, no. The war, the Germans, how Phantom of the Opera. And if you're wondering, yes, that came to my mind before Nostalgia Critic made that video about the film. How she makes these pills without no explanation whatsoever. And how Wonder Woman, how easy it is. For her to just grab the gun killer sword like she's fucking Link in Zelda. Right? And not just that. But also. Just also how dumb the queen of the Amazonians are. And how the Amazonians die from the Germans. Even though they've stated that they have such, such great abilities and instincts. They, they go all ultra instinct on your ass. And they get killed by bullets. Regardless if their technology is primitive compared to the Germans. It is still infuriating. And the best of them all. How this guy who Wonder Woman likes is so bland. He makes... My sandal looked like John Travolta had a baby where Leonardo DiCaprio. My God. And it's not the actor's fault, no. It's the things they say, give him to say that just makes him so unmemorable. And do you know what's the worst thing of them all? How... Wonder Woman goes all Ultra Instinct on the Germans, right? But the heavy heart of feminism on this film. And don't get me wrong, women, there are strong women out there, believe me. But why push it this hard in a film 
What exactly are they trying to prove? Now don't get me wrong, I'm not sexist. I am not sexist at all. I love women. I have friends with women. I'm friends with women. I literally have a mother who raised me well. To not raise me like a disgusting pig. Right? But why does it have to be pushed so hard that Roman rakes his career in the WWE in this film? Right? Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having a strong female protagonist. But when you make her fucking Goku or Superman, right? Without explaining her powers or giving some character or anything. It just makes it so boring to watch. And you honestly don't believe that she's this strong. And her main mission is to kill Hades. Why? Because he gave the curse to all humanity that they all want to fight each other. And Zeus just kicked the shit out of him from the city of Olympus. Right? So, let's just, let's just rap more about it, right? We're going to rap more about it, and then I'll give you what my heart has to say, okay? Hope you're tuckered up in your nice bed. You know, it's cold outside. So, let's all get ready for this, okay? Now, we get to a point where Wonder Woman is about to kill the general, right? And she's all dressed up in a... She's in all dressed up in a barroom area... With the sword on her back, and I'm pretty sure the blade was tucked between her ass cheeks. Which I'm confused at how no one saw that. How she was just carrying this big giant weapon on her back. With no strap seen. She's just sitting on her back. Right? And not only that, these steroid pills give, her the, give the general the power of a god. Yet, he is killed by a sword. The God-Killer sword. Now, you may be saying, well, that makes sense. But, well, actually, he doesn't get killed by it. He dis- Does he? Oh, no, he does, yes. I'm thinking of someone else. Sorry. So... He gets killed by the God-Killer sword. Now you would think, well, if he had powers of God, he'll get killed by the sword that kills gods. He's not a god. He is a person who had huge testosterone boost because he was big jacked. Oh, okay. And he was so boring. So forgettable. There's nothing to be remembered about him whatsoever. And if you saw the movie, let me ask you a question. What is the one thing memorable about him? I'll wait. Now, Wonder Woman believes that it's over. War is done. I've saved all humanity. When really, she hasn't. And then Ares comes. Oh, Ares comes. And we've... And in the beginning of the film, it was so, like, on the nose. Ares 
is going to be the main antagonist of the film. Right? So Ares comes out. And apparently, Ares is an old British dude who was early in the film, who was hardly ever in it, and had no hints whatsoever. He's just an old British dude who went Ghostbusters on everyone like a Jedi ghost saying, Hey, you know war, it tickles my nipples, you know, you should do war. And Wonder Woman tries to throw the blade at him and he just destroys it with just his palm. Like nothing, like a fly getting hit with a swatter and then he goes jeering on her and then the guy who suppo- he she supposedly loves sacrifices himself by blowing up all the gas uh, all the bomb you know all the gas that he just released in the air because they said once it's released in the air it can never be taken out but apparently fuck you we changed that now right So, there's also something else that needs to be addressed. Wonder Woman sees this and she just goes Goku mode and Super Saiyan she goes and she starts destroying shit and goes bomb, 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 and then he goes Darth Vader saying, oh, join me, Wonder Woman, and she's like, bitch, you guessed it, and she just kills him. That's it. She has Superman punch the shit out of him and that's it. And there's some other guys who's a couple of group of guys that are just easily forgettable. Like nothing. They were a part of a group together. There's nothing for them. Then Wonder Woman goes on a hiatus and she's gone for a couple years. And that Batman early in the film sends her a package of like her old memory stuff. A locket, a, po- a picture of her and her old cruise back in World War One, And that's it. Now that was a brief summary of Wonder Woman. Okay? Now, if you want a honest opinion, right? An honest opinion on how this movie made me feel, let me tell you in the most simple, most easiest way to explaining it to you, to clarify the feelings and thoughts about the film. Now. You're all tuckered up. You're ready to hear this. Okay. What is the one thing. That comes to my mind. When I'm thinking of the movie. Wonder Woman. You want to know what that word is? My words for Wonder Woman is FUCKING BULLSHIT! There has never been a film so bad, so corny, so childish to be taken serious. It's so bad. It's bad. People say, oh, it's good. No, it's bad. People, a lot of people, the people that said that were good didn't pay attention to the film. And you can honest, and if you believe that that movie was good, rewatch it. Have all the points that I've made about it. And if they weren't good enough, go watch Nostalgia Critics' review on it, and see 
the movie again and see how it makes you feel. Just by watching it the first time, you, you can watch a, a bad film twice, you know, just for entertainment. And you can see another critic that says, oh, well, here's things that this and that. that that's perfectly fine. A lot of people do that. But for me, this film insulted me as a filmmaker so badly that after the film ended, the credits were the best thing to happen of the film. Because guess what? It told me it's over. You don't have to watch this shit anymore. It's over. It's gone. It it was time to stop. And guess what? It was the happiest feeling, but it pissed me off knowing that that film was now going to be my memory. What kind of a film was this? It was bad. It it wasn't just it was. We're not talking Super Mario's bad. We're not talking a uh, Ghostbusters bad. No, 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 no. And I'm not talking about the original. No, I'm talking about the reboot one. No, 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 no. We're talking insulting bad. In- intelligence insulting. It's the screenwriting. The everything about it. Did Patty Jenkins see the script and care? Did she point out? This doesn't make sense. Why are we putting this joke in? Or wait, wait, why, why, why? How lazy? I don't, as a director, you will want to see the script more and review it before going, putting it in picture. You will want to see it so you can understand not just how it visually looks, but how the story makes sense too. And producer, come on. Anybody who was part of the crew should at least have looked at the fucking script and say that this doesn't make sense. How does this make sense? Or how can we make this character relatable? How can we add emotion to the dramatic scenes instead of giving these bland fucking characters with nothing? These were Basically, mannequins. They were mannequins who were just playing dress-up in the movie. That was the film. Just a bunch of mannequins wearing costumes. And you might be saying, you might be saying, well, you should just give the film a second chance. You should, no. Because guess what? I've been a filmmaker for years. And I've seen good films and I've seen bad films. But the fact that this film is so bad and praised heavily on IndieWire in critics review. And it's considered to win an Oscar? It's can want awards? Insults me as a filmmaker because it tells me that you can produce shit, direct shit, and write shit, and it will give you great golden shit and you can have a hard working artist a a filmmaker who ha- creates these amazing stories who creates it visually who produces it who has great editing skills cinematography like a fucking genius like they were born in this pro- in this business and you would ignore it and praise a film so fucking bad that it just outshadows the hard indie working filmmakers who are trying desperately, desperately trying to put their name on the map. And even if it's a filmmaker who's already made it on the map, they get no recognition whatsoever. This film is never going to get a second chance from me. Because I've seen a lot of bad films.
but never has a film insult me as a filmmaker. And you know what's the best part about it? It's getting a sequel. Immediately getting a fucking sequel. So guess what? Patty Jenkins, if you're listening, and the screenwriters from the movie, anybody who has worked on this film, I, I'm daring you to call upon me. To meet with me in person. Because guess what? I'm not saying it as a rant. Because I'm saying this. I'm saying this because this is my love. I'm passionate for what I'm doing. This is my destiny as a filmmaker. And if you want to have a personal discussion with me, you know, you, and you might be saying, well, he's just some critic. Well, guess what? I'm not like the rest. All right. I'm going to just tell you that. And I'm not just saying this out of arrogance or egotistical. No. I am that I am. And I am a filmmaker who loves film. Who loves it to the point where if he sees a bad film, it's a slap on his face knowing that that bad film gets praise and glory. So you know what? To anybody, an extra, anybody who has worked with that film or has been a part of it, dare you to call upon me and I'll have the privilege to discuss the film with you while watching it with you. And you might be saying, well, didn't you want second chance? Well, guess what? If they want me to prove to them more why the film was bad while watching the film with them, it will not bother me. I'm challenging you, Patty Jenkins and the screenwriters of the film, the producer, anybody else can get this message. When you work on the sequel, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Okay? Prove me wrong that you can fix yourself. Prove me wrong that you can redeem yourself. Prove me wrong that you belong in the film business. Prove me wrong. And if you can prove me wrong, tip my hat to you and give you my respect. But if you can't do that, if you make the sequel worse, there is no way in hell you will have my respect as a filmmaker, as the founder of Ian Vega Pictures, but most of all, as an artist. My name is Ian Vega. And I'm hoping... You've enjoyed this episode of Film Universe. All of you have a good night and a splendid week. Thank you.